I'm Casey T, and this is Going Up North, the podcast where I take interesting people out on the ice to try their hand at a family tradition, spearfishing. While we wait the hours it may take for the opportunity to spear a northern, we'll shoot the shit, have some laughs, tell our stories, and hopefully go home with one in the bag. This week, Stevie P returns again, armed with more experience, wisdom, and the special decoys. He's back for his last chance to get a northern this year, or a long, hot summer awaits before we can try again. Did our luck change? Let's find out. Fucking grab the decoys. Are you fucking with me, dude? God. How did you? I'm sitting right on the kitchen counter. Well, what do you want to do, Steve? Well, we'll probably be going back in at some point, right? Yeah, Eat. absolutely. Well, then we can grab them then. Okay. And, like, we can splice footage together. <laughs> we can cheat. Yeah, super handy. I impressed Nick and Jeffrey with that device. Not validated as a person. Um, but, yeah, it's a pretty slick little machine. You have to like pour a little bit of water on the ice, mm. so it like makes a smooth connection or whatever. I don't know, it's weird, but it works. So we just bounced around checking out depths in the area we thought we should be in. Found nine and a half, ten or whatever. Slapped her down. Oh, the decoys. Stevie P? Nice! That's just one, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Dude, coming through. Set the other one up here. Good plan. What? <laughs> you got enough stuff going on over there? I do, as a matter of fact. There's actually more room than you would think, I think. But. Um, I do, I will say when I first came out here last year, uh, it was bigger than I had imagined based on what you had told me. My really, like, solid hard sell about, like, sitting in a very small dark room. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I, I think you were explaining to me why you couldn't bring three people, oh. which, I mean, makes sense. Right. But... I was picturing something smaller. Right. Yeah. Like that portable doozers. Yeah. There's a bucket there. Just set it right in there. Want one? Uh, not right now. Might make my stomach feel better though if I got a half a buzz out. <laughs> Quarter after. Were we talking about it la- earlier this year when I was like talking about last year when someone asked me what time it was and I went like this? Mm, four? I think, it was, I think it was with Doozer and he was like, Did you just fucking look down the hole to tell me what time it is? I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess I did. What time is it? Oh, 3.55. Hmm. Nailed it.
tell the time by the sun, but only through the ice. <clears throat> When I was a kid, we'd go to, I'd go to Canada with my dad, like, once a year with his, like, work buddies. Their boss would bring him up there. And there was this old guy that was, like, known for telling all the stories, you know? And up like, there or a part of the group? Uh, part of the group. Okay. And one of his stories was, like, talking about how in his old hometown, there was, like, a bar at the bottom of a hill that had, like, you know, those, like swinging doors open, so oh, like, sure. could, like, like a saloon so he's like so we, we would like go gather a bunch of crab apples and we'd roll them right into the bar he <laughs> it's just funny you know whatever when and he's an older dude so and then like someone's like so i mean where'd you roll them from he's like oh the top of the hill and then you rolled apples down the street from the top of the hill into like a three-foot opening so they'd roll into the bar and he's like, yeah. They're like, how how far was it? He's like, well, it's still like four hundred yards. <laughs> All righty then. Jesus, what? That'd be like rolling them down the hill up at the park and getting them to here. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a five-minute walk. <laughs> At least from the top of the hill. Shut the... That's awesome. It's, it started from, like, the parking lot. Like, that's what they did. And over 60 years, it became 400 yards at the top of the hill. Yep. That's fishing stories, though. Dude, within hours, my uncle had told his kid the story about the radio. And it's not crazy enough that I fucking managed to do that. You know how on, like, extendable antennas? Yeah. At the end is, like, that little nub that looks like <laughs> an eraser. You snake on, on that. that. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, to his credit, though, at one point, my hook did slide up the antenna and get caught on that but when i lifted up on the line you know it just fell off it lifted the radio up off the lake bottom an inch but then it fell off you know what i mean right so is it feasible sure did it happen no yikes so in my property class one of the very first things you learn in property law is like how do you legally obtain ownership of something there are like different ways. There's a number of different ways that it can happen. First thing we learned in class, like, and it's like the day before the final, and we were doing a review session, and he was cold calling people, and he cold calls this one chick in our class, and he's like, "Well, what's one of the ways of acquiring title?" And she's like, "Um, what's the finals like tomorrow? <laughs> you should know that." So how can you acquire title? Ah, dude, so there's actually, I was thinking about this the other day, there is an analogy to um, spearing. Mm. Because you must reduce, and this is the very first thing we learned, is how do you like acquire possession of a wild animal? 
So why would that be the first thing? Is it just like the most broadly it's just applicable? Like, yeah, it's just like a legal rule that lends itself to like apply to other situations. Okay. But like that's where most property classes start is with a case called Pearson v. Post where this one dude is hunting a fox and he's got all of his hounds and they're chasing it down and he almost has it and then his fucking neighbor who he hates like jumps in and like clubs the fox and like takes it. So the guy gets all pissed off and sues the guy for the value of the fox. Which is what, a dollar? I mean... I mean, it might have had some commercial value. Sure. Back. It's an old fucking case. Okay, sure. Um, and <laughs> the legal rule that is established in that case is that in order to acquire possession in a wild animal, you must uh, reduce it to your control such that it is deprived of its natural liberty. So, like, just chasing an animal isn't enough to, like, put any vested interest in it. But for, if you had it yourself. cornered, nope. Really? Well, it would. You need to have to reduce it to such an extent that escape was virtually impossible. So, like, usually that means like killing it or mortally wounding it, trapping it. Yes. So the analogy I thought of with the spearhouse is, say, a fucking record fucking pike swims through here, and you and I both grab our spears at the same time. I mean, the only person who could claim ownership of that pike is the person who speared it. Right. Yes. Okay, what if we both speared it? I think and then it would be a question of fact as to who speared it first. Well, could I make... Okay, let's say you speared it, but you speared it shitty, like way down in the tail. That's... And I speared it, like, real good, like a fucking perfect kill shot. Could it I would, claim that yeah. I had reduced it? So, I, that would, yeah, probably ease more easily go towards you if, like, they could look at it. At the carcass, and I could be like, look, here's Steve's spear hole. Yeah. It was going to shake it and get away. I speared right. it up here. Because and... you need to, like they say, mortal wounding is sometimes enough to, like, create a vested interest in the animal. As right, so if you shot still, a deer like... and it ran onto your neighbor's property and was bleeding and flopping all over the place, you could say that's mine. Yeah. Yes. Even though it's on your property. Like, if your neighbor ran out and grabbed it and took off with it, you'd what the fuck? Yeah, no. <clears throat> Interesting. You would need to prove that you had mortally wounded it, though. I guess, yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh... One so, way of acquiring ownership. Is by... <laughs> of fugitive resources, they call them. Just, oh, I was gonna say, so if I locked you in my basement... Ownership. <laughs> uh, I should ask that question in my class. Like, can you acquire ownership of a human through adverse possession? Adverse possession is like if you like have possession of something that you may not own for a certain amount of time, and like the owner is aware of it, or like there's different requirements, but like you basically acquire title to that piece of land or that piece of personal property. Like if it's you, like squatters, right? Right. Like if you yeah. left your car in my driveway for fucking X amount of year, whatever, however long, and I could be like, "Yo, I'm, fu- it's mine now." Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Because you know it's there. You left it there. Yeah. But if you were just like, "I'm not coming back to get it," or you fucked off and yeah. like fled the states due to a manslaughter charge or something, and your car just sat in my driveway, eventually I could say this is mine. Yes. Hmm. I guess that makes sense. How else can you do it? Is there any shady way? Can I start stealing stuff from people? 
So, um, there's this uh, a doctrine of accession, they call it, A-C-C-E-S-S-I-O-N. It's when you basically, like, increase the value of a good so much that, like, even though the original good didn't belong to you, the, like, changed good does. Um, so, like, an example to use is, like, some, like, woman went onto another person's property unknowingly, um, and, like, took some saplings or whatever, and she, like, fashions these saplings into, like, wooden hoops, I don't know, and, uh, when they tried to sue for the value of the saplings, the court said that even though she was a trespasser, she didn't know she was trespassing, and, like, the hoops were worth, like, $700 or some shit. (laughs) Like, the saplings were, like, seven. So the judge was like, no, she, like, put enough time and labor into this that, like, she, she gets the title. Sorry, man. But, like, that only applies if, like, the original good can't be recovered without damage. Sure. That's crazy. The more you know. Yeah. I mean, acquired finding lost property, recovering abandoned property, Hmm. being a bona fide purchaser. That's the easy one, right? Well, it's like, if somebody, if I were to, like, induce you to sell your car to me, but like fraudulently and like you later like like that guy fucking ripped me off he cheated me if even though I might not have good title to your car I can sell it to if someone who has no idea that it's like was obtained fraudulently they get the car even if like you later come and sue me in court and try to sue for recovery of the car like you will lose against that person because they didn't know. Sure, but yeah. would you be liable? I'd be liable for the to cost you of the for car? the cost of the car for sure. Yeah, if you could win. I don't. Know, I really enjoyed that class. I thought it was fun. There was like a fucking shady case from North Dakota where the state tried to sue this cheese company that had polluted like a river and killed a bunch of fish and the state was trying to sue them for the value of the fish but like in order to win that case like the state would have to establish ownership over the fish oh interesting yeah um and the court said the state only has sovereign power over like the fish like they have power to regulate and you know say what you can and cannot do with them but they don't have ownership such that they can recover their value hmm yeah which I thought was interesting did I tell you I calculated how much this hole represents of the lake did you really mm-hmm. what was it so I figured of all fishable surface area of the lake when it's been iced over this rectangle is one all round it's one forty six millionth of the entire lake 
So we could cut 47 million of these holes on the lake. We have one of that those. That doesn't sound like fun. What I'm saying is... The fact that you see any fish at all is a is fucking miracle. Insane, right? <laughs> like, that's just bonkers, dude. What if there were two fish in the hole at the same time? You have to coordinate to see who goes for which one. Right, but we'd have to throw it exactly the same time so as not to disturb the fish. Yeah, coordinate. Three. To drop on one. I three. think you go one, two, three. One, two, three? And then, like, three is when you throw. Hey, Steve, get your spear in the water. Where's he going? I think he'll circle back. Maybe? Can you see him still? Yeah. Is that not a musky? <laughs> Spotted. said that with no urgency so at first I didn't know if you were I didn't understand what you were saying what else would I have meant you're just like Steve get your spear in the water no I didn't I said oh Steve get your spear in the water should I have thrown at it again we played this game before right you wait for the shot or miss it. Right. Last time you threw at a shitty angle, missed it. Well, then this time you didn't get scared. Right. Absolutely. He's buddy. prowling. I, I really thought he was going to turn it on and come at the decoy for sure. That's what I don't get. Sometimes they swim through like they don't even see it. Right? You think, like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, they just like acting casual. <laughs> That's definitely a muskie, right? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Whoa, that is a weird looking thing. That's what we saw. I think that's what we were talking about earlier. I don't... That is a weird looking thing, dude. That is... That's not a northern, is it? I, I really don't think it is. So don't spear it. No, don't spear it. No, that's definitely not a water. What the fuck? Well, there's no law against doing this. That's definitely the same one we saw earlier, too. Yeah, dude, because it's got, like, orange on its tail and shit. Right? Yeah. Hey, bud, how do you feel about this? Your fucking curse it sucks. First, it's no fish, then it's missing fish. Now it's seeing the wrong kind of fish. I mean, it's cool that I saw a fucking muskie, though. Have you seen a muskie out here before? Yes, long this, time ago. This me year? And my, no, long time ago, me and my uncle saw one that was like it would have swallowed that thing whole. It's like that five gallon bucket, dude. It was huge. 
But that didn't look like... It definitely didn't look like a northern. But it no. didn't look completely like a tiger muskie either, did it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I guess a tiger muskie is already a hybrid, right? So, like... True. Could it be the hybrid of a hybrid? It could be. You think that was the same fish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it's the same flash of orange on the tail. Hmm. Good eye, dude. Also, right. like, aren't muskies, like, bendier? Don't they swim bendier? Like, his tail was really swishing. Yeah, he was moving a lot more than I've seen. That's a good call. That'd be oh, sweet. Oh, oh, that's definitely a bite, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Can you spit it in the water? Oh, shit. He got his boat again. Did he? Yeah. Where'd he go? That way. Not a boat. That was definitely an order. <laughs> This is where it'd be cool to have an underwater camera. Like, what do they do when they swim away? Like, how close is it still, you know? Oh, there's that muskie again. Chuck, really? Yeah. Are they just fucking circling around each other? Where is it? Swim under you. Weird. The northern is bigger, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a nice size one. They get to the edge of the hole sometimes, and they're like, I don't like this. <laughs> Something feels wrong. Something is not right. And, like, even on, like, my side, I could see them, you know? So even if I had my spirit in the water and I leaned way over, I would still be thrown at an angle. You know what I mean? It's not a good shot for you. Well, it was about... Probably, what, six, seven minutes between the first two times we saw the muskie? Yeah. So, we gotta wait then. Five more minutes for that northern to come back. It might have been less than five minutes. It was pretty quick. Time gets pretty fucky out here, though. <laughs> You're right, it does. <laughs> I love just seeing them down there, though, too, dude such a fucking cool thing. It is. That not very many people get to see. You know? Yeah. It's like a fucking total rush. Also, yeah, the northerns are way darker. Yeah. Like that musky super camouflage style. Uh -huh. Yeah. The top of a northern's like, oh, there it is. Black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just envisioning, like, you spearing a big one and, like, running around outside, like, waving it above your head, screaming and yelling. 
And then I was like, oh, he'll do that, but it'll be on the spear. And then I was just thinking of you, like, running around with it and then hitting the end of the rope of the spear and getting, like, pulled, <laughs> pulled back, like, falling on the ice. Like, super comical. Oh, what if you fell on the spear? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the slip and fall and spear yourself? Like, what a great fucking story. Well, they're definitely coming in as decoy, or I guess that spoon too. I think that muskie was looking at the decoy. Yep. Oh yeah, it definitely was. I thought I was gonna swim over and, you know, get after it. That's crazy. Jesus, dude. That's cool. It's really interesting to look at their camouflage patterns. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like when you see those perch. Like, they blend in just like the weeds. Yeah. And, like, that musky, like, if you look at these weeds over here, like, if you were looking top down, like, mm -hmm. you, I could see it totally blending in. But then the northern's just like, what's up, bitches? Yeah, it's me. Maybe that musky told that northern. He was like, hey, dude, don't go in there. Well, the musky came through twice, so... Three times. Three. Yeah, I was gonna say it came. It came right. It came. Well, you said it swam back by after the northern left, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. We talk a lot about living in the moment, you know. Mm -hmm. And this is really one of the only environments I find I'm capable of actually doing that. If that makes sense. It does. Time goes by strangely fast out here. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like way more so than you would have ever imagined. You'd think it would drag. And sometimes it does, but it is hot as fuck in here, dude. <laughs> it is it's warm. It's so unreasonably hot. Can you open the door? Can I go outside? Like I'm sorry, but like this is ridiculous. I've never been and like I can't turn this off any lower, you know? Really? Well Why? it's just the pilot light. Really? Yeah, this hasn't been on since we got back out here after lunch. It's hot as fuck outside. <laughs> you know, dude, it's like th probably forty degrees outside. And dude, feel the feel the outside of the house. Put your hand on the. It's, it's warm. Yeah, because it's black. <laughs> it's painted black. We're in a black it's box, and the, there's not a cloud warm. in the sky, dude. Like, <laughs> God Almighty! I'm sorry, but I just like couldn't take it anymore. I mean, you can still see really easily. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't know if it. I don't know if the I've done this before, like when the when there's perch in the bottom and they haven't reacted to the light at all. So I don't know. I think it's mostly just to make us feel better about what we're you know, it's really dark, we're doing a better job. <laughs> My dad said one time he was that bucket that you're throwing your beers in has like holes in it, so if the Oh yeah. So if the hole is iced over, you know, it's like a bigger ice scoop, mm -hmm. it's just easier to mm -hmm. do. And then you empty it into that bucket, then you take the bucket out. So anyways. He said he was on his hands and knees with the doors open like that one time, scooping out the fucking hole, and as soon as he had enough room to see, he could see down in the bottom, and there's a fucking muskie just chilling. And he's oh, scooping really? out big-ass hunks of ice and shit. He's like, well, what the fuck? It's like sometimes all of the conventional wisdom of, like, be quiet, stay dark, don't move, just goes right out the window. Yeah. Like I said, when that, when that muskie swam through the first time, it's like he didn't even fucking... You know what I mean? It was like Doozer going around campus with a water bottle full of vodka. No, a Mountain Dew bottle. No, he used to do water, so then when you asked him for a drink of water, you didn't know you were going to drink a big slug of hot vodka. It was gross. I hated it. 
How many kids at Concordia do you think would drink in class? Just me? You might have been one of the few. At Concordia. Right. And a few more at Stanford. Yeah, I mean, I did a lot of drinking before class as well. Oh, I definitely drank before one of my classes. Trying to figure out what that big thing is next to the water tower. Birdhouse. (laughs) (laughs) It's as big as the fucking water tower. What is that? Is it the tornado siren? Maybe. A long ways away. Where is that water tower? That water tower is, like, past my house. Oh. Space Nilo. <laughs> Fire tower. There's one of those out at the Itasca State Park. I love those things, dude. They're fucking awesome. Erica was like, let's climb it. Like how much would it cost? How much would I have to pay you to climb it? Like more than you got, babe. Really? You're scared of heights and rickety old fire towers. I mean, as any rational human being, we talked about this on the way to fucking Harmony Park last year. Harmony Park. We're just all bliss junkie. No, you are. Get the fuck away from me. Remember those kids with the water bottles, dude? I seriously would have had some fucking words for them kids. I probably would have made him cry. I would have had to have words with their parents. There's no way you would have ever found their parents. No, they would have went and got him and like, some mean guy made me cry. And then they'd come up to you and be like, dude, this is Harmony Park. Dude, it's Harmony Park. Why are you yelling at kids, bro? You're just harshing everybody's bliss. Well, your kids harshed my everyday fucking normal by spraying me with some fucked up shit out of what I don't even know what the fuck. If you think that's okay, I'll gladly accept not being a piece of shit bliss junkie, okay? Uh, Eat a fucking dick, you dirty wook. (laughs) See, fucking wook. Uh, Do you remember those guys with the fucking wood? Oh my god. Jesus. Like, just take some fucking wood, dude. Fucking carts and fucking buggies. There's like a fucking horse-drawn carriage. I don't, I don't think every single one of those people was fucked out of their minds on hallucinogens. For sure. Yeah. Greatly. Yeah. I mean, they just found their bliss. I know it when I see it, man. I'm sure there's some Bali involved as well. Oh my god, dude. Have you ever heard of the like torture mechanism with like, the wheel? Like, the one where they like put you in the wheel and it stretched you out slowly? No. The one where they would take the wheel and smash you with it until your fucking legs and arms were so broken that they could weave you into the wheel. Yeah. And then just, like, leave you there. No. With, like, a caved-in chest and four fucking breaks in your arms and six breaks in your legs. No. Some guys would last, like, six days. Jesus. Well, like, birds pecked at them and shit. And you can't move because you're woven into a wheel and all your limbs are broken. Dude, that's fucked. Isn't that fucked up, dude? It's weird. I'm actually reading... (laughs) One of the things I'm reading over break is fucking Discipline and Punish by Foucault. Oh, really? Yeah. Where he talks about, like... I mean, the book opens up with a description of, like, a terrible torture in France. Of, like, some guy who's accused of, like, killing the king. 
Did they use the wheel? Mm. No, like... Yeah, I'm not even going to try to give it justice. It was fucked. Well, because at first, like, he describes the sentence, and then he describes, like, how the actual torture went down. So, like, part of the torture was he was supposed to be, like, tarred and feathered, and then some guy was, like, going to take, like, a hot pincers and, like, tear off skin from his shins and, like, his breasts um, and his stomach. And then... He was, like, oh, like, hot sulfur and, like, salt was supposed to be put on all those wounds. Um, and then he was to be drawn and quartered with a horse at each limb. Yeah. Pulling in opposite directions. Mm -hmm. Which, in practice, <laughs> uh, takes a lot of fucking force. To pull a person uh, apart? To pull a person yes. apart. And the horses could not do it. Um, so they then, like, saddled up, like, two more horses, still couldn't do it, so then they were like, alright, well, pull in opposite directions, so, like, the horse that's attached to his arm is going to be pulling towards his right leg. Oh. Yeah, to oh. try to, like, still couldn't tear him apart, um, so and, they like, just, like a, couple, a couple of the horses fell, so then, like, the executioners came up and just, like, started hacking at the joints. So, once all four of his joints are dis are severed from his body, uh, like, I believe they said the, like, to remaining torso and head was to be impaled on a spike. And after, like, three days, like, the whole thing was supposed to be burned. Right, but they're like eyewitness accounts of the fucking torture, where uh, like someone was like, yeah, like even after all the limbs had been hacked off, like I saw him move his lips and like saw him raise his like head to talk to the priest. That's so fucked <laughs> up, dude. So that's like how that book starts out, and then he like follows that with like a description of. Only 30 years later, like, the first, uh, like, refor like, reformatory prison in France, where they had, like, a timetable and a schedule, and it'd be, like, 6 a.m., wake up, blah, 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 lunch, breakfast, blah, all that. Um, and, like, the point of that whole book is just to be, like, what changed? Like, right. so, like, w like, what's the difference <clears throat> in, like, this, like, extremely public, like, torture of the body to like what seems to be like a more concealed like punishment of the soul mm. I'm really interested actually no wonder you're into torture porn <laughs> and he talks about like the guillotine is like a middle ground between the two why um so in the sense that it wasn't showy, right? It wasn't like what I just described, right. the, the regicide. So you were saying about the guillotine? 
yeah, so it wasn't showy in the same way as these, like, terrible tortures are. Um, and, like, its rise was around, like, after the French Revolution. Um, so, like, it was seen as, like, a more equal death. Mm. Like, all crimes were punished the same. Well, like, all crimes that required death, like, were punished the same, no matter who you were. Um, just, like, and it was efficient. Like, it was, like, bloodless for the most part. I mean, compared to other methods. Right. Um, yeah, so, like, that was, like, sort of the transition point between something that really focused on, like, the specific body of the criminal um, and more, like, something a little bit more abstract. It's like some sort of, I don't know, shameful taint of the soul or something. Interesting. I've seen so many fucking fish. I couldn't have, I couldn't have speared that one though. You didn't even see it, did you? Mm-mm. No, not, not even a whisper. Not even a whisper. That's crazy, dude. Like how well you can ang- see the it. The angles, yeah. yeah. Again, one forty-seven millionth. We've seen presumably three different fish. Well, yeah, perch, so it looked smaller than the other northern ones. Okay, top of that, maybe Milski, not northern, right? Was speckled, right? It looks almost like weird little squares with yeah. like a dot in the middle, almost. Yeah. yeah, but like all the northerns I've seen have just been like you said, like dark. Yeah, stripe. really dark. It's like on a top. dark stripe. Yeah, yeah, they have like light spots on a dark background, whereas the musky like that had like a dark background with like lines or whatever, you know. All right. What's Erica planning? I don't know. No guess? Mm-mm. By the way, I didn't ruin the surprise because you already knew something was happening. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. I don't know what that is, though. <clears throat> so I can't spoil that for you. Fuck me. Patience. Patience, young Padawan. It's 2.30. Yep. We have until what? 4.30? Yeah, probably about then. It's pretty dark. I mean, fuck, it's bright as fuck out today, so. Where's the nearest gas station? <laughs> what do you need? I don't know. Oh, okay. Fucking dumbass. Cigarettes. Yeah, okay. I don't know if the corner store sells them. Or, or there's a little bodega by campus. That's like a bar, convenience store, college shop. You know what I mean? Off sale? I don't think so. Yeah, also, you're not driving anywhere. <laughs> not anytime soon. No. I don't text Erica. I guess Steve's staying. No, um... Sh- I... Swear to God, she invited me to stay yesterday. No, and that's fine. I just was talking to my mom. Say another night. Yeah, because then we can all party. Um, Yeah. I was talking to my mom, and I was like, "But what about Friday?" She's like, "We can't do Friday." And I was like, "Oh, well, I guess okay. How about next week?" 
And so I didn't know. Because then it was weird. I was like, what are we doing on Friday? And she's like, I'm not going to tell you. And I was like, okay, well, Steve might be here. What is she talking about? Yeah, but I don't want to know. Well, I know you don't want to know. I'm not going to tell you, even if I knew. Also, she's working, so she's not going to respond if you text her. No, I meant last night. Oh. I tried to get her to tell me. Oh. I don't know. You dumb cunt. Going to the movies? Getting pizza? We got pizza last night. <laughs> what if Drew's coming? He's coming in January. What if he's coming early? Oh, my goodness. That'd be fucking crazy town. Jake? No, he's busy. Wagner? He's coming in January. I don't know. I thought it was weird that she asked for airport directions today. No, the Bemidji airport. I don't know. Oh, because... That's where the school is, dumb fuck. Yes, well, that's what she told me, and I was like, that's a great answer, but if there's another reason, then that is a really convenient answer as well. I guess. I mean, dude, it would have to be something crazy. Unless is the Dead and Co. Is the this is the is going to be playing on the shore of Lake Bemidji, um, right underneath Paul, Paul and, and Babe. Babe. <laughs> um, I mean that would be the Star Wars thing would be quite the red herring then, if she's gonna. And also, dude, it's so expensive to fly into Bemidji, dude. Like it really is. Yeah, it was probably just for the school. But when she first asked directions to the airport, I was like, hmm. Interesting. That would be pretty gnarly. Surprise? Shit's hard to plan. Very. Because, like, as soon as you start, like, consciously trying to veer someone off of, like, what they want to do, they, like, get really instantly yeah. get suspicious. Which, for good reason. Right. Like, it's just, they like, I fucking want to do this. Why are you telling me I can't fucking do it? Right. What? Why? Yeah. Um. Look at this truck. Is this dad? I think so. Open that door. Steve. Yeah. Check it out. Ah, uh, we'll see. That was squinty and shit, dude. dude it looks it's so like fucked up. Bli- dude, it's fucking bright. Oh, it's oh for sure. For sure. This should have been in here for fucking three hours. What's up, John? Hey, fish. Yeah, tons. I can see him laying all over the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, how you been? I've been all right. I'm some beer. Do you guys got any beer? Steve has had plenty of beer. Yeah, I drank all of it. <laughs> oh, if you're, if you're low enough to drink old, did you tie that thing on the, that line on that spin? No, I didn't even fuck with it. Oh. We got the little black whistler down. Fuck, we saw the same fucking muskie swim through three times. Nice one? No, like, well, four or five pounds maybe. Oh. Fucking, I couldn't even tell what it was. Steve called it. Fuck, oh. that's a muskie, he said. Muskie. I went to the liquor store. Let's go out there and have a shot. Lake House. Here's the thing. Yeah, I meant. Here you go, Steve. Steve. Don't pay the dude. Steve. You will stay with vodka now or go back to beer, but don't go back and forth. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
God, it's fucking nice out though. Yeah, there was zero wind on my ra- on my phone, but there is a little wind. That was a couple hours ago though I looked. So I'm gonna go to the other house for oh, half sitting hour over there, okay. And to the bar and then we'll right. find out what we can fucking drink and play cribbage or Yeah, I'll let you know what's board going on. Game or yeah, fuck also, it. We don't know what's going on. Right. No. Yeah, good oh, I should have never no. said No, that wasn't me. That wasn't <laughs> that me. Was me. That was me. That was him. <laughs> I blew that one. I should have never said anything. Uh, <laughs> shit, fuck it. Whatever. Shit, I cheat. Fuck. Good luck. <laughs> It's like I wasn't planning on getting drunk, and then Dad just changed that whole plan. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> he likes you. I don't know. Where's where is he going? Is he going to a house? Uh, another house? On another way? spear house, yeah. His buddy Jerry's got one. The fucking hole's three times as big. <clears throat> Where's it at? Up on the north end of the lake. That's the one he was talking about. His buddy got one right away. And so he's just driving around on the lake to the house? He might. I wouldn't think so, though. We could say we legitimately saw, what, t- a 10 fish today? Like, four predator fish. Three predator fish, I guess. Sure. Is that, is that good? Was it bad? I mean, we've been out here pretty much all fucking day, right? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I saw fucking muskie. That is fucking awesome. That is cool. That's so cool. I was like, I mean, I hope I like I put that line down. I was like, fuck, it'd be so cool to catch one because I've never even caught one. Ever. It's like totally legal on a hook. Yeah, you'd have to throw it back right away. You can keep it, but because the season's closed. But yeah, you can catch it for sure. There's nothing illegal about catching them. Just don't stab them in the brain. Right, exactly. I mean, I think that's probably. The third muskie I've ever seen in my life. My second. First, maybe second. <laughs> maybe second. Casey, how long did you go without spearing a fish? <gasps> mm. What was? I don't know. Seven years. Seven. Yeah. Yeah, probably seven years. And of those seven, I probably only ever threw it two. Missed twice. Seven years. But dude, that goes back from last year. I mean, with the exception of last year and this year, yeah, that goes back to, like, sophomore year of college, dude. We're sort of working on similar records. <laughs> So, that's actually sort of how my grandma demonstrated it at Christmas when we were talking about spearing. Okay. She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, I'll get my spear in the water. I'll get my spear in the water. I get, like, above the bike. And, like, she really, she really did make, like, a motion. Yeah. 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 That's, that's all right there, dude. That year I missed that one after not seeing one forever when I was out with Scott and I did everything wrong. I think the saddest part about that whole fucking excursion was 
at the end of the third day of not seeing a fucking fish, you know what I mean? Like, Scott was like, can I just, like, throw the spear at the bottom to see how it feels? I was like, yeah, absolutely you can. And we stood here, and he went, pulled it up and set it down, and we left. <laughs> Man, you think I give you a lot of shit. I emotionally torture the fuck out of that guy. Nonsense. Absolutely, dude. For a while, I was te- I texted him like every day for a week. Like, man, it certainly would be cool if you were down here sparing with me. <laughs> and I think at one point he got like sick of it. I was like, bro, <laughs> I promise you, it's on my radar. If you feel, yeah, wrap it around your neck. Good <laughs> fucking plan. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> my fuck. It was not wrapped around my neck. It was fucking close. You had it over and under. It was a quarter turn for being completely wrapped around your neck. Dude, these are fucking super legit decoys, by the way, though. It's got a good glide. It's got a good circle. Actually, yeah. Can I just, like, do a double here? <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want. Remember last time we did that? We were both just, like, fucking... <laughs> it was, like, fucking just a tangled mess in a minute. This is when one swims in when you're fucking occupied with both hands. That's a pretty nice little circus you got going. So your dad's like on the other side of the lake in another spear house? Yep. Mm, that's fucking awesome. Isn't it? It is, actually. So, so where's that sketchy cooler? It's outside. Oh, why? I saw your dad secrete something in that cooler. He secreted something, or he secreted. Is there a he oozed pro- in. Oh, no. He, he <laughs> oozed like, into like, it. No, I didn't realize there was a different pronunciation. I thought it depended on like the context. He secreted a lot, which is probably not the best noun. <laughs> Just fucking oozed into that container a little bit. Didn't you see that? I figured it was pretty easy when he started secreting something. No, because you would say, okay, so like keep a secret or secret something away. So why wouldn't you keep that pronunciation? Right, right, right. Sorry, what? Sorry, huh? Excuse me? Is that huh? Should I tell Erica my dad's about to die? No, I just couldn't text her because I was on my phone. Oh, should I just be like, hey, come home soon, she says. I know, and I said, we'll do hard. I'm just using the last bit of daylight. Do you just want to go home now? I mean, it's your call, bro. Seems like timelines are converging. In a place that's not supposed to be here. I guess. I mean, did she, like, tell you, like, there was a time for this thing? No. Not specifically. It just seems like a thing what she's doing, so. It'd be fucking great if a pike just, like, swam in, like, right now. It would be. Remember what I said about, like, things getting more and more exciting each time I come out here sparing with you. Yeah. 
So the first time we came out spearing, technically I guess the first two times, didn't see anything. Well, I guess I guess not a wall. Wall, I know. Whatever. Nothing I could spear. Didn't see anything I could spear. Right. Uh, this year, when I came out with you, once saw something I could spear. Yep. Missed it. Yeah. Again, not really your fault, but you know. Sure. That happened. Yeah. This time, the third time I've been out with you in this house, uh, I saw a fucking musky. Yeah. Which I think is kind of cool. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Um, definitely never seen a musky. I don't think either in the water or like caught in the same boat. No, me neither. I mean, I've seen one in the water once before, but. And it like like you say that other one might have been a muskie, but that one like sat in the hole and like chilled and like flopped around. And, yeah, like, he's you got to look at it really. He was cool. weird. Oh he yeah, was weird. Didn't look like a northern. <laughs> Enough to make me uncomfortable, to be honest. Right. Yeah, and then we saw a couple of pike too. Like we saw all kinds of fish we today, dude. See pike. Fuck. I just want to spear one. <laughs> I could go get the one from the house, and uh, put it down. <laughs> No, because then if I missed it, oh fuck, that just be. <laughs> we could just sit here and throw at it all day though until it was just a fucking body riddled with holes, and you could get a lot of practice in because I don't really care what happens to that slimy piece of shit. Dude, like it would get like fucking. What do they call that? Like fish chowder. Chum. Chum. That's the word. It'd be like chum in the water, dude. Chumming is actually illegal. Illegal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. But, I mean, it, I don't think it's strictly illegal to put a fish back in the water and throw spears at it. Well, maybe it's illegal because it's stunningly effective. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably likely. Also, I think in most instances it's considered littering. I guess fishing... Own weird community. Also, if I open the door, it'd be lighter than I thought it was, right? Absolutely. The sun's still almost. I can up. still see. Right. I can still see. If there's like a fucking pike down there, I'd be like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking spear the shit out of that motherfucker. Here it comes. All right. Should we just call it a night? Erica is like, come home soon. Oh shit. Foiled again. Well, it seems like Stevie yeah. P's got a lot of time to figure it all out for next year. But like he said, the action is getting better every attempt. Maybe the trick is to use one of his granddad's spears next time. At the very least, we got to see some fish and that musky started lurking around, so that's pretty cool. And while the curse remains, tune in next week to find out what the surprise was as we continue the quest for monster pike and good stories. As always, thanks for listening. Tell your friends, give us a like and a share, follow along on Twitter and Facebook. I'm KCT, and this is Going Up North. All right!